and welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment news and reviews. I'm your host, Preston. Join us always with my delightful co-host, Batman. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and tell a friend. Still Call saying them. that. Yep. I mean, you know. If people ask me just in life what they should do, if they ask me for advice, I say like, subscribe, and tell a friend. <laughs> it's just, it's it's ingrained. Yep. <laughs> no, I mean, if you, if you got friends that are interested in this kind of stuff, specifically news and mm-hmm. reviews. Yeah. Might as well tell them. Sure. Can't hurt. We're not saying don't tell people. Yeah. We're just not promoting ourselves, but you promote us if you want. Matt, what's been going on? It's been three weeks. It's been three weeks. We recorded the last couple episodes early. Yeah. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that whole that whole thing. Yep. So, so uh, yeah, it's no, been, it's sure been it is. a event it was a somewhat eventful few weeks. And then the game awards happened yesterday where mm-hmm. everything was announced <laughs> yeah apparently <laughs> uh most of which is not really particularly relevant to us not so much but we don't do a ton of entertain or gaming stuff yep until we start gaining following of people who care about entertain or gaming stuff mm-hmm. but uh yeah let's start going through all these let's start with the trailers okay should we hit the the gaming related ones or no yeah let's First. just blitz through any of the okay. gaming related ones uh we have they're doing a matrix game cool don't know anything about it. That's it with that. Uh, they're they, doing... They did a Matrix game once a long time ago. Uh, oh, I bet they did. It was probably on, pl- on Game Boy. No, it was like a... Um, it was an online thing. It was the one where a whole bunch of people could log into it. And an it was... Yeah. That it was a Matrix MMO? And it was canon. What? Yeah. <laughs> How do you make an RPG canon? <laughs> I mean, an RPG like, and a canon, canon are basically the same thing. They both shoot projectiles. That oh, are... that was actually pretty good. Uh, that, was actually, <laughs> that was actually really good. There's no way that joke should not have been made. Uh, I feel like, yep, you set me up too nicely there. How? I have no, I don't care. I have no details. I just <laughs> think that's no an interesting little also... tidbit that people can go Google for themselves. Um, There was some Elden Ring announcements that don't know I, what that is but i bet it's a lord of the rings knockoff it is sort of but also not it is a team-up project of mm-hmm. the do you know what the dark souls yeah i've heard is? of the dark souls those are the really hard ones yeah um dark souls so like i think it's souls i've heard that comment made so bloodborne is another game that's that style okay. it's a souls style game it's typically what it's called sure uh so it's a soul style game um with a universe or world built by Gurm. Gurm! So he, uh, you know, when he should have been writing his damn book, yeah. he's been writing in a completely different world for a video game. Um, what a slacker. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Although, honestly, I understand the impulse. You know, you start working on one project and then you're like, oh, let me go do this other thing instead of finishing that one thing. Yep. Yep. That's, a, that's definitely a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's that. That's that's what Elden Ring is. Cool. Good um, to know. A Wonder Woman game has been announced. Yeah. Which, um, I mean, it's about time, but like also, this never would have happened before. Yeah. So like, it's not like I mean, it's it's the gaming world. Like, yeah. What's ninety percent of the consumers is like mouth breather, neck beard guys. 
yours truly included <laughs> didn't, didn't you just say something about trying to trying to get more gamer followers uh, yeah. and then you just insulted 90 <laughs> percent. well uh, we're, we're we're cultivating that 10 percent over here yeah uh, exactly yeah uh so i mean it's not like I mean, there's girls are they're growing like there is an yeah. increase of a female market yeah so this and, is definitely something that's needed yeah yeah um, um, a lot of the stereotypes are deserved but it's also like you know the the, the really bad people always get the most attention and yeah so um uh i don't know we don't know anything about this game um oh crap i did know who create who, who's the developer behind it the the developer can tell you a lot about it so the game is uh it's developed by the people who made the shadow of war games which our editor gauge also i believe plays and enjoys uh, and I play and enjoy. Okay. Uh, it's so it's an open world mm-hmm. game, not an RPG. It's a so it's like more of a canon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a linear open world. So Assassin's Creed is one of those where you okay. follow stories as they happen. Um, socks inside out. The early Assassin's Creed. Your socks, socks are inside, are inside out. out. At least that one is. Proceed. <laughs> uh, which means that that might be. That it's likely that that's what this game is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, they have their mechanics and their engines and everything already established. And the best way that developers mm-hmm. make games is by building on a pre-existing engine. So, right, uh, which is exciting. And also, their combat is really good. It's one of the best like hand-to-hand combat games mm-hmm. um, for dynamic, like including skills and stuff like that. Sure, um, it is uh, compared a lot to the uh, Arkham series. Okay, which is really really good hand-to-hand combat Mm -hmm. uh which is compared to uh the spider-man game Mm -hmm. which is really really good hand-to-hand combat so what i'm saying is hopefully this will be really good uh Mm -hmm. there's a lot like that style of combat of like hand-to-hand combat game uh is getting more popular and Mm -hmm. uh actually so spider-man with his web a thing to pull distant enemies closer wonder woman's lasso uh projectiles she's got projectiles she's got her uh, yeah, sword and her so she's got there you could just I, reskin the spider-man game and call yeah, it a day much. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only thing that's a little concerning is that there has it's getting better but there is a stigma with female protagonists in video games mm-hmm. of just like it not being handled well because uh you know how there's 90% of people who play games are male mm-hmm. it's a bigger percentage of those who are developing the games so there's yeah. even more of an issue uh i didn't see anything about the writer of the game um they're becoming they're getting to be more women writers Mm -hmm. which is good and what we need um so we'll see don't really know anything else besides it's just a wonder woman game uh we have news or we have more just like um teaser stuff of chaos and stuff happening with the suicide squad game Mm mm-hmm which I'm excited about. Kill the Justice League. I still go back and watch that or- original trailer every now and then. Do you really? It's so good. <laughs> that might be a game I, t- I force you to play. Because oh. it's probably an, it's probably an open world game, and you said you like going out and exploring the world, so mm-hmm. it might be a might be a thing. I, although I still first one I ever get I'm going to get you to play is Red Dead. Yeah, I only need that. Uh, what are other things? Other things that happened in the game thing? I believe that's when we got the Halo trailer for the show. Because yep. that's what the game awards yeah. are now. Related. <laughs> it's just uh, a bunch of movie trailers. <laughs> which it looks like it's going to be at the fall of reach time. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you don't know anything about Halo lore. I have played more Halo than you would expect. Really? But I know nothing about Halo lore. How much, like, what What have you played? Uh, I played a fair... I take it the first couple? First few? Mostly three and a little bit of Reach. Oh, interesting. Okay. So you probably do know a little bit of what of Reach, of, like, that Not story. even slightly. So it's, like, it's basically the end of the primary Spartan project mm-hmm. and, like, the beginning of 117's aloneness. Great. I don't know what any of that means. 117 is Master Chief. He's, I know who he is. He's the guy. He's the guy that they put on the cover of the games. Yeah, he is a Spartan. Mm-hmm. A Spartan is like a type of soldier that's like the super soldiers. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Spartan project was created. Not going to get far too into it because I'm also probably going to say a couple things wrong. For sure. Broadly speaking, uh, they created Spartan project. There's a whole bunch of Spartans. Um, he was Spartan 117. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fall of Reach is basically where that whole program collapsed a bunch of them died uh i think reach was the primary human home colony probably um and so it was like that's what i think when the covenant destroyed reach and made it uninhabitable i don't know uh but basically reach is like where you see uh i I believe in halo reach you play with multiple other uh spartans Mm mm-hmm but 117 is like out there somewhere. Okay. And so in this, tra- the reason I'm saying that in this trailer, you see a lot of people with Mjolnir armor, mm-hmm. um, which is what it's called. Uh, and you it feels also like you're see, uh, mixing your mythologies there. That is, they used Mjolnir. To be fair, they guess, had created this <laughs> far before the uh, Marvel movies came out. <laughs> true. And also, I guess the Spartans aren't really mythological as much as mythologized. That's true. Um. So it'll probably be, uh, you'll probably it'll probably be following Master Chief and his interactions with other Spartans. Cool. And pew, I pew, cannot pew. tell you how weird it is to see a Spart like a, a Spartan mm-hmm. walking in like real world stuff because the armor still looks animated like a video game, mm-hmm. but the world looks real. So like there was like that shot that was like in him, yeah, in like a. Uh, like a hallway or something with like sand yep. or something and i was like that looks wrong yeah like, that's uncanny valley <laughs> <laughs> how <laughs> much of that is just association with the games that's and how much exactly yeah, what the just problem that? is yeah yeah um it's like it's uncanny valley but not like realism but like close to the source material mm-hmm. where it's like that is so close to like my brain is trying to make it click with the video game but then the real world makes it no yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts to an actual person because it's live action I'm like ah! <laughs> so all right i won't see it it's Does, on paramount plus which i don't means care yeah 17 people will see it <laughs> yep <laughs> i'm pretty sure nobody has paramount plus can't wait for that to crumble and just let it go back to disney or uh netflix yep i wonder if uh wonder if the show will be any good probably not what a, oh paramount no does paramount have nbc where's the office peacock peacock that's what it is peacock the other one that no one watches they've got, they've got well no peacock has like a lot of the big shows because they have the um i think good place is still on netflix but they've got parks mm-hmm. and rec in the office which are two huge shows that part of me almost wants to get Pe- uh, peacock purely to watch parks and rec yeah at some point though you just buy the dvd box set and that's call it true. a day that is fair yeah leave me a little more money yeah uh, unless I just pay for one month of it and then just binge it all and then do that every four years. Cause yep. 
Set it well. Set it to autoplay in front of your camcorder, and so then you can just mm, there we go. have a have a really yeah. low quality recording. Yeah, feels like a postmodernist art project in some sense. <laughs> kind of does. <laughs> you could probably just like go back to OU and turn that in and get a master's in fine arts. <laughs> <laughs> that is the biggest dig at the OU fine arts program. Not OU specifically, just because oh, okay. it's it's local. Just fine arts in general. Yeah. Um. So those are the ones that I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Uh, you've got a whole list of them. We should talk Sonic because that's kind of related Sonic. to the games. Uh, yep. I never saw Sonic 1. You never saw Sonic 1? Nope. It's apparently but, uh, fine. Apparently Robotnik survives. Apparently Sonic survives. We didn't see Weird Human Companion. Yeah, we did. Did we? He gave him a little pep talk in the boat. Oh, damn it. So he survives. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too disappointed there. I mean, no one cares about him. Same thing with Detective Pikachu. No one yeah. cares about the human companion. We just want Sonic gotta go fast. Yeah. Yeah, no one, no one's going to watch the Sonic movie for that guy. Mm-hmm, no. Um, but uh, we got uh, Knuckles. Knuckles. Seemingly on Robotnik's side, which a uh, good old 30-second... Um, Google, on my part, uh, tells me that they're probably going to be uh, drawing from Sonic 3, the game. Okay. Because in Sonic 3, that's the introduction of Knuckles, and also Knuckles was tricked into fighting Tails and Sonic by Ro- Dr. Robotnik. Uh-huh. Uh, and also, it has a whole bunch to do about with the Emerald, the Chaos Emerald, which is what the game, the movie has. So Okay. They'll probably be drawing a lot from that. Sounds good. I never played any of the Sonic games, but for people who enjoy Sonic, Andrew in particular, loves mm-hmm. Sonic. Uh, there you go. That's that inf- bit of information. If you like Sonic 3, if you like that whole story, you'll probably get that in movie form. Cool. With Should... Weird Human Companion to just yeah. think about it along the way. <laughs> yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be okay. Yep. I do like seeing that Jim Carrey is kind of back to his usual self again a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I, I think I remarked that after the first Sonic and... Yeah, he went through a little rough time there. He's still not completely out of it. If you no. watch like interviews and stuff, he's gotten a little kooky. Oh yeah, he's been he's been kooky for a while. Yeah, but uh, at least uh, Kanye's been doing his whole shtick this time, this whole time. So like, you know, yeah, he's being overshadowed in kookiness. So yeah. he's, he's not looking the worst. Yeah. Uh, what else has happened? We have a trailer for a teaser for Fantastic Beasts. Fartastic butts and the stinkrits of Bumblebore. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I thought far, of that earlier. Far too rough. Fart too rough. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, looks like it's going to be horrible. If I didn't know better, I'd say it looks like it's going to be fine, but I know better. It's yeah. going to be horrible. It's going to be horrible. Also, what does it say about the state of this universe right now that they're so excited for their 20th anniversary celebration that they're going to release a trailer for a movie that no one cares about? <laughs> <laughs> i no one cares they're doing a really good job of killing what should have been a unkillable brand and then also isn't cursed child a music musical now who cares <laughs> like i think it's on broadway probably stop it warner Just... and it's it's warner yeah like it's the people who like I don't understand Warner. Disney, it's pretty easy to see mm-hmm. their whole idea of creating content and like all of their properties and everything. Like, mm-hmm. and they at least have some sort of standard of quality. Yeah. But with Warner, you have like 
Dune, and hopefully this new Batman, mm-hmm. and then also Fantastic Beasts and the crime of filmmaking. <laughs> yeah. What? And also Batman versus Superman, the or uh, Justice League Snyder cut in four three in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> forgot what is this i forgot about the snyder cut <laughs> what is this company <laughs> i i and think also game of thrones which in itself has both sides of the spectrum <laughs> i i think the problem is that disney is the exception not the rule movie studios are just that's fair. they're gonna throw money at whatever they think can make money they're not that interested in quality disney has a different sort like they're a more public facing brand like people your average moviegoer on the street doesn't care what studio something comes from, yeah. but they're aware of Disney and they're also, aware of that Disney sense. Never mind. I'm starting to immediately think about Disney stuff. Like they've had their Pixar flops. They've had their hell. They've had their like Marvel flops. Which, yeah, yeah. No. And got, then they had their uh, the Pirates, <laughs> which I think is yeah. worse than Game okay. of Thrones. That, honestly, that's that's fair. Because yeah. it like decelerated so much faster than than Game of Thrones. Yeah, like it has three movies that are on the same caliber as the fifth movie or uh, as the the last season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, so no, uh, they have that. Disney Disney's not exempt, but I think they are a little more careful They're about their brand. A lot brand. better in um, general. Yeah, more focused. Let's say. Also, uh, flashback to our episode about how Disney sucks. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then there's the whole genocide thing. Oh. He... So Reacher. So Reacher. Which is a, uh, it's just going to be Jack Ryan, but he's a hunk instead of a nerd. And uh, as I said to you when watching the trailer, it I can already tell it's going to fail the Bechdel test. Do you know what the Bechdel test is? I do. If okay. you, uh, it's a, created by a, a feminist, I don't know if she's an actual film critic or just a sort of a media scholar. Um, but basically the idea is uh, a movie Passes the Bechdel test if you have two female characters and at some point during the movie they talk to each other about something other than a man. Yep. That is that is the Bechdel <laughs> test. And I can almost... There are two females that I saw in this trailer. Yep. I guarantee they are not going to pass the Bechdel test in this yeah. show. Because, like, not only just the fact that I've only... That you only see one of the female characters oogling the main hunk man... Which, in fairness, I spent that entire trailer I also did. <laughs> ogling uh, Alan Richson. Yes. Is his name. Uh, like, it's it, it's going to be... It's it's not going to be a movie that feminists are going to like very much. Show. 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 Um, and also, I just like... I don't know. Did this need to happen? Yes. Is Reacher, like, generally... Is Jack Reacher a... The book series is pretty popular. It is? Okay. Um, they did... Uh, Tom Cruise did a couple of movies. Yeah, I knew um, that. A couple years ago. The first one is actually quite good. Oh, um, okay. The second one is emphatically not. Um, but... Because this feels like a, them just trying to, like, reproduce the Jack Ryan success. Because that... Jack Ryan's had a lot of good movies. I think it is It is trying to capitalize on that a little bit. Um, try to jump back in on that envelope uh, but i think it is justified because as good as that first jack reacher movie was one of the criticisms about it was the casting of tom cruise because in the books uh jack reacher is portrayed as an absolute monster of a man who walks into a room and you're like check out them biceps oh okay so it is a tom okay. cruise is a 
I mean, he's not a them biceps kind of guy. No, he's a he's a small guy. And he's got that he's intensity a them, and kind of offset teeth kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But he's like he captures kind of that intensity and like the sense of humor. I think yeah. I haven't read any of the books, but oh. apparently he did a really good job portraying it. He's just like nine inches too nine inches too short and nine inches too narrow (laughs) um yeah so i I think there's a space for this and is jack reacher a spy or is he just some really good fighter dude uh he was in the military yeah so he's he's ex-military and military (laughs) um and um i am completely talking out my butt here because i don't know anything aside from some complaints about the movie i just talked about multiple things during games that i was completely talking out of my ass on yeah no uh from what i know from the first two movies he was a highly decorated military guy who left the military and then um kind of gets roped into mm, sort of private contracting paramilitary type stuff need someone to come shoot seven or eight dudes and break three of their hands but not four so one of them could drive to the hospital that's a good line that's a good line that really felt like something that would have been in the tom cruise movie which makes me think that it's something that's actually pretty authentic to the character like just that he's gonna make you hurt but he's gonna put a smile on your face while he does it also also so i think this is the i just thought about this so i made the comment about this is them trying to like capitalize on the jack ryan stuff Mm -hmm. i think it's also their wheel of time for james bond to put context to that I understand, very like but intricate, context <laughs> intricate statement uh so basically it's an amazon prime show uh and wheel of time is a big fantasy show or mm-hmm. a big fantasy series mm-hmm. and amazon prime is making a show made a show and is going on it uh and the idea is that that is them kind of testing the waters in fantasy show mm-hmm. uh before they do before their whole lord of the rings show which is a much bigger property Yep. And so my thought there is that you have a uh, spy, uh, much better combat fight guy, Mm -hmm. spy. Yeah. um, Who the whole appeal of Jack Ryan is that he's not a uh, remarkable hand-to-hand fighter. He's Mm -hmm. just really smart. Although he eventually eventually does does become become that as you get later into the books because he got... Mary Sue... Yeah, too invested. <laughs> he he liked the character too much to yeah. <laughs> make him fallible. Um, and so I think that maybe that this that's part of this thing. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm wondering, like, because deals like the MGM purchase don't just happen in short notice. I'm wondering when they started making the Jack Ryan series that that was already in talks. Because that's Possible. a big merger. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest, like, historically biggest film studios and amazon yeah so i'm wondering how long that was in talks and like maybe or maybe if they're even related at all like if it's cause and effect which way it is like they were making Mm -hmm. jack reacher and they're like oh or jack ryan they're like oh this is really good Mm -hmm. let's try to get james bond because that's bezos (laughs) (laughs) um or they were talking about bezos and maybe that was part of the discussion was like james mgm was like Look, our only good property is is James Bond. Mm-hmm. Prove to us that you can do something with James Bond without ruining it. And so they made Jack Ryan to prove that they could do that. Mm-hmm. And then they got approval. They bought him in, and then they then they now they're doing Jack Reacher to like really like solidify this whole or yeah Reacher mm-hmm. to solidify this whole thing before they go into Bond. That's my theory. Sticking by it. Tin foil hat. Moving on. 
I think it's marginally less plausible than the Wheel of Time, Lord of the Rings thing, but yes. it, it still kind of makes sense. It's still yeah. also under the same family there. The timeline kind of lines up. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. That might be something that I, it might be a put on when I'm folding laundry kind of show. Yeah. So. Someone, someone described Red Notice as that in their review. I think it was the Atlantic. Mm. They reviewed Red Notice and they said, this is the perfect movie for having on in the background when you're folding your laundry. Nice. I just, where did that movie come from? Netflix, apparently. I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> I didn't notice. Yeah. I never read it anywhere. Yeah. It had a cultural moment that lasted about eight seconds. I'm just going to let my joke exist in the ether now. Yep. <laughs> I, I heard it. I uh, refuse to acknowledge it. <laughs> uh, what else has happened? Uh, saving the big couple for... Yeah, is that is that all of the the less big ones? Uh, Peacemaker. I didn't watch it. I also am not super invested in it. It. I watched it. I'm also not super invested in it. It really looks like they want to do Falcon and Winter Soldier, but <laughs> wacky and R-rated. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? Yeah, who cares? I'm. I'll watch it. But good for you. Will I watch it? I don't know. There's a lot of things. I've I've fallen off the like watching everything. Yeah, I still haven't seen Eternals. Neither have I. Well, I also said I'm not going to watch it. That's right. That's a whole joke for me now. Yeah, you're you're committed to that bit. Committed to it. Yeah. So big one. So the big one. Two two big ones. Two big ones. Dominion. Huh? Jurassic World Dominion. Oh yeah. Let's talk about that one first. Okay. Because uh, we don't really have anything about it i mean they're gonna be trying to track down all these dinosaurs that are like stomping about in real life and yeah that's that's that what do you think the plot is they're trying to track down all the dinos that are stomping around in real life this feels and... like more of a video game idea <sighs> than a movie i am on board with this movie and i i i have enjoyed the jurassic world movies i think more than a lot of people have on average um but they, so they released the the prologue to the movie, basically everything up to the opening um, title card. Right. Uh, and it's three minutes of dinosaurs rambling around 65 million years ago doing dinosaur things. Um, with feathers. With feathers, which is good and historically accurate. But they repeated the offensive canard that Oviraptor is a little raptor that steals eggs. That's not true. The fossil that they found of an Oviraptor in an egg nest was an Oviraptor defending its own eggs from a, a different creature. Interesting. Yep. Hey, eh, can't get them all. You're welcome, Mark. He always points that out whenever <laughs> they have that in pop culture. I will say one of the best things that Jurassic did is between when they made the move the main trilogy mm -hmm. and when they started the new trilogy and they just and scientists were like oh they had feathers yeah uh and they leaned into it the right way yes where it was like you didn't want accurate you wanted scary lizard monster yeah which i was like it's a beautiful retcon yeah and i didn't know that when it was happening i just watched it. i was like oh okay and then i watched a tiktok explaining that i'm like that is i agree that that is the yeah. person telling me that this was really good and my brain goes yes i agree mm -hmm. because you're telling me you're an expert and you're she, on tiktok yeah 
<laughs> I don't uh, have a TikTok. If I did, I'd, I'd have all kinds of great expert opinions to yeah, lecture exactly. you with, but I, I don't. regurgitate mm-hmm. as if it were my own. I do have a podcast, though, and on that podcast, no I actually was able to... about your podcast. But I was able to explain the Overaptor canard. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then It we... feels like a series of fantasy words. Overaptor canard. <laughs> that sounds it like... feels like not English. It sounds like the 16th book of the Wheel of Time trilogy. <laughs> not trilogy sequence. 16th book of the there trilogy. are a lot of books in that how that how the world goes now it's i think the 16th... there i think there are like 15 or 16 books in that series but like in general media that's kind of how that goes it's like yeah. it's the 16th inter- entry of that trilogy because they start as trilogies and then just don't stop <laughs> one thing we haven't talked about is the fourth entry in the matrix trilogy that is true although i although i haven't it. finished i mean we've talked about it before but not on this episode but i haven't finished talking about jurassic world dominion and why i, I found that. this surprisingly compelling um so it's just dinosaurs doing dinosaur things which cool and probably unnecessary but it's it's kind of fun they get to show off the feathers a little bit Mm -hmm. and i'm sure in 20 years we'll have some paleontological discoveries that render each and everything that they showed in the the prologue they're completely inaccurate but that's okay that's kind of how life goes um and then they cut to the real day and t-rex chomping through the forest and trumps through a drive-in movie and they're trying to shoot it with a just a massive tranquilizer dart the the moment it (laughs) enters somebody else's bloodstream uh they're in a coma for a millennium yeah (laughs) you you fall asleep so hard you just like become immaterial (laughs) um yeah and there's not a lot to it but i really liked it and i'm very on board for this and i have one big reason why tyrannosaurus didn't eat anyone this would have been super easy for them to go back to just their classic hey it's a rampaging dinosaur monster tearing through everything it felt like an animal yeah. It didn't feel like a horror movie monster anymore. It it felt like an animal. And that's been something that they've tried to start introducing over the past couple of movies, mm-hmm. the Jurassic World movies. And I think that they have come to realize that that is the thing they need to le- lean into. That's the thing that's going to make this fresh and exciting. The third one, right? The third of the Jurassic Worlds, yeah. That's the the interesting question that they can they can start asking. And they asked it kind of clumsily in the last one. Like, okay, these are cloned monster hybrids of things that existed a long time ago how do we do do we treat them as animals do it like mm-hmm. how do we even think of these and this one it it didn't literally ask that question but it made me feel that question it was like this is just a an animal it's lost in the woods it's mm-hmm. scared it doesn't know what's going on it's it's out of time and out of place and i i felt really sad yeah it was i don't know why but it really worked for me the rest of the movie is probably just going to be a big dumb action movie of them chasing down dinosaurs. But I think there's a chance and based on the trajectory of the first two movies that they lean into that a little bit into these questions about, okay, this is our mess, but these are living beings that we created. How do we respect that? How do we treat these as actual creatures? Yeah. What's the studio? Universal. Oh, that's right. I knew that. You knew that. Can't wait till they start making Jurassic Universe. Galactic Jurassic. So they just start taking over. They, they just start taking over the universe. They just like they. It's it is it's a it's a sci-fi future one where they let the dinosaurs get on their rocket ships, and now there's 
mm-hmm. a velociraptor stealing eggs on Mars. Mm. Alien versus Predator versus Velociraptor. Versus Cyborg versus Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> oh, God, we got to bring that back. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm, I'm excited. Jurassic World Dominion. Bring it on. All right. You're the only person in the world who has that idea. Yes. <laughs> Matrix. Matrix. Is that we we talked about the trailer, didn't we? we? We've talked about the the trailer. They've had some new like TV spots and yeah. things, and I gotta watch them. I think that was one of those movies, like the Mad Max series, that mm-hmm. like I've watched all of them, but like in chunks in different <laughs> orders by catching it on TV when probably I'm like makes, eating dinner. Probably makes about as much sense as actually just watching it straight through. <laughs> it's like i know what the matrix is like the whole thing and Mm -hmm. i know uh at least what they've conveyed with the trailer i think this is the right time that they're bringing it back of like everyone like Mm -hmm. you're not physically in the matrix but you are like mentally in the matrix now because of like obsession with phones i think that's like just Mm -hmm. that elevator scene i really like that elevator shot of him just kind of like looking at everyone obsessed with their phones yeah i love commentaries on that because i'm obsessed with my phone and also i'm an introspective critic critique on life you are yourself a very critique of our own human nature yes i'm a satire on humanity (laughs) (laughs) just a walking satire i love it (laughs) uh yeah i mean i don't think we have a whole lot else yeah there's like a reason why morpheus is a different person now but it's still the same apparently apparently someone saw a a split second of lawrence fishburne in one of the trailers yeah maybe and he said he wasn't going to be in it so he's a dirty rotten liar apparently uh last one last one big one into the spider-verse two part one spider-verse the across oh across the spider-verse part one two part one (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't know that's i mean i'm excited yeah i love this uh we don't have a ton about it it's very much a teaser yeah um him and gwen they have a nice little conversation there's some nice kinetic action i've seen some breakdowns about the trailer uh Mm -hmm. that this might not be the same miles well it said in another another universe right at the very start right so that's uh the very least suspicious yeah suspicious and like people like breaking down his room and like how Mm -hmm. uh there are things in his room that like would not be the same miles as before like uh miles like the last one had like action figures and music and stuff like that like a Mm -hmm. bit more like pop culture stuff and this and in this one there's a lot more stuffed animals and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's like a different miles yeah um so possible what is gwen doing (laughs) she's going around collecting all the mileses uh also i've seen people say very firmly if uh miguel what's his name spider-man 2099 I don't know. He's just Oscar Isaac to me. Oh, it is Oscar Isaac. Yeah, that's right. If he and and uh, Miles don't speak Spanish to each other for like at least eighty percent of their interactions, it's gonna be really disappointing because they're both Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, they also both have masks on and might not realize that they're Spanish speakers. That's true because they don't really have accents. That's true. So, um, I'm also not Spanish, so I 
doesn't it's not a me representation mm-hmm. uh i also saw a fun whole thing about how uh spider-man 299 so you know his colors are blue and red mm-hmm. um it was supposed to be black and red but that's because that's how uh comics were colored mm-hmm. when he was first made uh they just use blue it's the same reason like um people like there are Batman suits that look bluish. Mm-hmm. Well, it used to be blue and it actually used to be purple and gray. Right. Then he became blue and gray. Then he became black. But like, since he's become black, he's still white. But since he's become black, <laughs> <laughs> there's too many layers, man. <laughs> Just, uh, I'm going to zone out for a minute. You let me know when you're done. <laughs> uh, it looks blue. Cause that's what they use for accent colors. <laughs> you look high. <laughs> I zoned out. Uh, but that's a fun little thing. He was supposed to be black and red, but uh, people mm-hmm. just kept referring to it as blue, and so it just became blue. Okay. But. Cool. Good to know. Good across to know. the Spider-Verse. Yep. Doing things. Fun little detail. Uh, Gwen says, hey, got a minute? And then that conversation is exactly one minute of screen time. Oh, nice. So, that's cool. I love these movies. It's enough attention to detail that makes me very suspicious about the whole stuffed animals thing. Yeah. <laughs> so although they do kind of just tell us it's another another That's universe true. so yeah and also they just man they really do pay so much attention to detail yeah i absolutely love it yep does it worry finally you... gonna get a second comic book movie yeah does it does it worry you that they're immediately jumping into a part one of two kind of thing no all right i'm still thinking i know like i said no but i'm still making sure in my head that i'm that i actually believe that i'm gonna take a drink of water let those wheels turn they haven't proved with this franchise the money grabby true but maybe they have and i just didn't notice and i'm looking at this entire thing through rose colored glasses um and also I don't know. If you're going across the multiverse, there might be a lot you want to explore and make sure that, like, makes sense throughout mm-hmm. the story, and you don't want to break it mm-hmm. with trying to cram it into one movie. But also, they might be money-grabbing, and this might be a disappointment. So, I don't know. I'm going to reserve my judgment to see what this movie's like. Okay. Because, like, in your opinion, did Deathly Hallows need to be two movies? need to be no but i think it was effective as two movies okay hunger games mockingjay no right and then twilight no yep divergent whatever the last one of that was did called that have did yep. that finish yeah i thought it just fizzled out no it apparently finished i was in high school when that first movie came out Mm-hmm. remember when shailene woodley was on top of the world no is that who that was? Yeah. Oh. I think she's dating Aaron Rodgers now. Is that a football player? Yeah. Man. And also maybe a Jeopardy host eventually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a whole thing. But yeah, I don't know. I uh, I mean, technically Infinity War and Endgame were a part one, part two. Yeah. And that worked mostly because Endgame was uh, basically just a giant act three to the entire MCU. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but... I don't know. 
I mean, that just means we get at least another one. It may not even be a part one, part two. It may be part one, part two, but it may be like, here's the end of the Spider-Verse and here's a trilogy of Across the Spider-Verse, Spider-Verse mm-hmm. which would be like a new thing happening. Yeah. Because it's like rare that, I don't think it ever have happened where it's like, here's one movie and then the sequel is a trilogy. Yeah. They actually start with the prequel kind of. Yeah. Interesting. We well, shall see. We got we got The Hobbit as an animated movie and then we got the trilogy. Like the I mean, Lord of the Rings trilogy. Yeah, we had animated Lord of the Rings as though. Too. Oh, that's true. We did. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That's that happening. Yeah. Anything I'm else? Uh, non-trailer related. I have some more casting for Oppenheimer, just in Ooh. case you didn't need enough people in that movie. We have also added to the list. So we've we've already got Killian Murphy, Killian Murphy who's as the, the, the title character, and he'll play it very well. Um, we have already, uh, Matt Damon. Um, we have already Emily Blunt. We have already someone else that I'm forgetting about Robert Downey Jr. Um, what? Yep. Uh, and we have added as of just the past couple days, Florence Pugh and Rami Malek and Benny Safdie, who you haven't heard of, but he's pretty cool lord everyone likes to work with christopher nolan apparently i mean yeah he brings in a ton of money yeah and he gives you prestige you know i mean that like, actors are, aren't chasing this for the salary robert downey jr who's gonna play einstein wait do we actually know who these people are playing or is it just uh, we know some of them who's robert downey jr please tell me he's einstein lewis strauss lewis strauss he oh wait who he plays lewis strauss or lewis strauss plays Robert Downey Jr. plays Louis Strauss. Louis Strauss. Who's Louis Strauss? That's a good question. I'm going to Google it while you try to find out who's Einstein. Okay. I'm not sure it's confirmed. Louis Strauss, former United States Secretary of Commerce. Yeah. Okay. He's an American businessman, philanthropist, and naval officer who served two terms as the U.S. Atomic Energy Commission. The second as its chairman. He's a major figure in the development of nuclear weapons, the nuclear energy policy of the United States, and the nuclear power in the United States. Sounds like an appropriate character to have. Raised in Richmond, Virginia, Strauss became an assistant to Herbert Hoover as part of the re- of relief efforts during and after World War I. I don't Strauss think they've did... cast Einstein yet. <laughs> Bummer. What if it's Florence Pugh? No, she's someone Tatlock. What's this movie going to be? I have no idea. Like, I feel like almost all of his movies have had action in it. Yeah. I mean, presumably they can do some cutaways to World War II style action to convey the sense that they need need to blow up some big bombs to win it. Yeah. But, um. When was Dunkirk? When was Dunkirk? Yeah, was that a World War II thing? Yeah. He just takes clips from Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Um. Yeah, no, I I don't know. I mean, I feel well, like... Well, I the, guess Me- Memento's not really a huge action. Memento and Prestige aren't Prestige super right. action heavy. Yeah. Um. Even Interstellar is not super action heavy. Yeah. 
they have to really contrive a couple of action scenes in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. You gotta I, have this whole big old block thing rolling through an ocean. Mm-hmm. That's Interstellar, right? Yeah. Uh, but you can get a lot of intensity just from the idea of like working on a project and wanting to see it through. Um, Hidden Figures was a pretty yeah. gripping movie. I mean, it, it was more of a fun movie, but it, yeah. the, the actual like working on the project and doing the math stuff was pretty gripping and effectively done. They just well, do and that. But... Also like, I, like it's, I, I think the part of with hidden figures that was gripping was not only just the project, but it was also like the doing the project in the face of a lot of racism and sexism. Of course. Of course. <laughs> so like it's, it's the, and so I'm going to get, I'm going to get to a point with this. It's like the, accomplishing the project through, uh, hurdles and i think this one may be more of a moral hurdle Mm -hmm. um get the audience to ask the questions like oh i mean and then we have uh i think an important thing about the nuclear like if you're gonna contrive fear about this idea Mm -hmm. not only is it like murdering a million people at once uh, but also, like, Einstein was genuinely afraid that it's going to ignite the atmosphere. Yep. Because ozone is a lot more pure oxygen, which is the flammable gas. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, God, are we going to literally burn the ozone completely off mm-hmm. and kill us? And, like, we know that now that that's not what's going to happen because we've, uh, I believe... uh set off over 200 nukes something like that um go humanity wait no it's i think it's like a thousand or something it's a large number it's a big number of nukes that have been have been sent it's uh, it's enough that we'd probably know by now if we were going to set the atmosphere on fire right (laughs) (laughs) um but like how do you convey that fear with people and get the audience on board Mm -hmm. because that's something that like you know, with the MCU, what's going to happen when he snaps? Like, we don't know because it's fictional and no one's ever done it. Before. Mm-hmm. But now we know. Yeah. If you don't know what the nukes do, then what is your edu- education? Spoilers for history, I and, guess. Or why are you watching this movie when you're five? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think that's an important thing, especially yeah. if they have Einstein because... You can't do a thing about the the yeah. Manhattan Project without Einstein. Yeah. Um, which would be interesting to see uh, Einstein as like a secondary character. In yeah. Thing. Yeah. You get him. You get uh, Feynman, who's pretty yeah. famous in his own right. Yeah. When are we going to get big robot guy? Big robot arm guy? Who oh. was that? What was his name? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and also, what was it the head of uh, Hoover? No, head of FDR. Yeah, right. Shoved into a TV or something. Yeah. Um, what a weird comic. I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and read that again. It's uh, it's an interesting one. Did you ever get past the first volume? I read the first three. Okay. How um, many are there? Like eight or nine at this oh, point Oh, really yeah oh my god it, they're not stopping it goes yeah apparently they go to space it's got like the the space dog and <laughs> oh my god well i mean it kind of makes sense because there's aliens in the first one uh, i guess that's true 
What a wacky comic. What a wacky comic. Anyway, I think that's enough talking for this episode. All right. I'm I'm all talked out. Shall we? We shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We technically have social media, but don't really care if you follow us. But we're on Facebook, Twitter, at Just Us Losers Pod. Instagram, same, at Just Us Losers Pod. Uh, if you've got particular fan casting for Einstein, let us know on social media or send it to our Gmail, JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find this podcast on what are the things? Spotify, iTunes, PodHeartRadio, iBean. <laughs> but not SoundCloud. Not SoundCloud. Also, like literally anywhere else. Also, literally like anywhere else. Uh, yeah. Uh, so check out that. Uh, listen next week. We're going to talk about some things that we've been up to. Uh, I'll be talking a little bit about season three of Mr. Robot, which I am super excited about. Super cool. Um, and some other stuff as well, probably also if I've done anything else, who knows? We'll find out. Um, that's probably it. Thanks for listening. Bye. 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 Bye.